what's one of the pieces that you have to learn is I have to be technology driven, not solution driven. If I'm solution driven, then what I'm doing is I am limiting my initiative to the suite of solutions that are available or the suite of products that are available in that solution. And the second you do that, what you've done, because you didn't rely on technology, you know, I mean, th think of it, it's like nailing your furniture to the floor. All right, so in this video, again, we're gonna touch on something again that I, I talked about in uh, Digital Mastermind a little bit and in the mentor, we talked about in the mentorship program, but um, this is a question that comes up uh, quite a bit. So what I'm gonna do is I wanna start with the automation stack, okay? So this is our you know, nuts and bolts. This is our approach to solving problems. So the, the automation stack here on the left is the industry 3.0 approach to digitally transforming or IIoT or industry 4.0. Got all these layers of, you know, there's software and hardware at each of these layers. The, each layer is really, it's, it's, a, it's a functionality layer, but, but it's also segmented. Most of the time, these are operating on separate VLANs. You know, they're architecturally separated as well. And the, the member, the, real quick, the industry 3.0 way of solving problems is connect discrete connection, take the PLC and connect it to the HMI or the OPC server, take the HMI and connect it to SCADA, take the PLC, connect it to SCADA. These are discrete custom connections, SCADA to MES, MES to ERP, ERP to cloud. All right. Number one, that is a solution centered problem. Why? Because you have to understand the solutions that are being used, the individual software and hardware solutions that are being used at each layer of the stack in order for you to be able to connect everything together. So I've got to understand, I need to know control logics, how the tags are structured. I need to know Siemens and how their tags are structured. I need to know Modicon and how to period, you know, query uh, or uh, pull Modbus. You have to know the individual solutions in order to be able to make the connection. So that's solution centered. So what's the, what's the approach that most people did? Hey, they went to Rockwell and they buy Rockwell Connected Enterprise, or you know, they which is a bunch of solutions underneath the Connected Enterprise handle to say if if I buy all these things, then I know they're going to play nicely with one another. The problem you run into is that no plant is filled with just one manufacturer solutions. You have lots of solutions in there. The the first time you decide to use a better product or a best in class product out there, you can't plug it into a Rockwell Connected Enterprise solution without a lot of labor and time. Okay. So the second thing I want to point on here is the, you know, what is the, the manufacturing workflow? This is every single manufacturer. It doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter what you make. Every manufacturer, this is that workflow. Okay. They sell stuff. They plan to make stuff. They execute the manufacturing of that stuff. That's your MES, that's your SCADA, that's your PLC HMI. Then they inventory the stuff and then they ship the stuff and then they order materials and they invoice and get paid for stuff. And then they repeat, rinse, wash, repeat, okay? When you use the industry 3.0 approach, okay? PLC, Edge, HMI, that those discrete connections, A, what that's the solution-centered approach. One of the most common statements that you hear is IIoT or industry 4.0 solutions don't scale. It's true, they don't, if you take the industry 3.0 solution-centered approach, okay? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about what's the difference between solution-centered 
and technology centered uh, right now, all right? So what we do when we solve problems, engineering problem statement, is we, we take a technology-driven approach to solving problems. So we start with our requirements, not the requirements the customer has, but the requirements for the technology, okay? So let's say that you go to a traditional integrator, you go to a traditional engineering group or a manufacturer, the way that they're going to approach the problem is they're going to they're going to inventory everything they have and then they're going to start to put a plan to connect everything together. How do I connect a control logics to Kepware? Okay, I got to buy the Allen Bradley control logics driver. I've got to install that driver, I got to create a channel, I got to create a device, and then I got to decide do I want to do explicit OPC UA reads to the PLC? from whatever client, OPC client's talking to it, or I got to put in a bunch of tags and then make references to those tags in the NS equals two, you know, OPC item name uh, structure, channel.device.tag.folder.tag. I have to make all of these architectural decisions, right? For every single one of those connections. So when I'm connecting the SCADA to the MES, I got to say, well, okay, how does that MES talk to other things? Okay, how do I talk to other things from my MES system? Things like, how can I look at, see what active work order or what the current OE calculation is? The first thing I've got to do is, is understand how that solution works. And then I've got to put in middleware between that solution and some other solution. That's solution driven, right? Rockwell, Siemens, Schneider, they are all what we refer to as vertically integrated automation companies. What they do is they have businesses at every layer in the stack. And then they and then they make it easy to integrate those together. Okay, vertical integration in regular business is I look at my value streams. I, I hate these terms, but you look at my value streams, and then what I want to do is I want to have a business stake in each value stream. That's vertical integration. Okay, in oil and gas, that would mean if I'm a vertically integrated oil and gas company, it means that I have a business stake in drilling. That is. I have a business stake in acquiring assets, drilling on those assets, producing the oil and gas on those assets, transporting the oil and gas to other places, then refining it, and then I have gas stations. That is a fully integrated business, right? A vertically integrated business. But if I'm not vertically integrated, I may only have one of those business. I may only produce, and then I sell to somebody else who does the transport or does the refining, right? Rockwell is a vertically integrated company. Siemens is a vertically integrated company. Schneider is a vertically integrated company. Inductive automation is not. Inductive automation is an automation company, but they're not vertically integrated. They make one solution. And that solution only fits at this MES SCADA layer. They don't make PLCs. Rockwell makes PLCs. Rockwell also makes software in the middle. So what Rockwell does is they, the solution-driven approach, is they just make it so that all the things that they're vertically integrated with and their partners, the Rockwell, I, I think they call them Rockwell Solutions Partners or whatever, their partners all play nice together. So like Mettler Toledo is a Rockwell partner. Mettler Toledo, in order to make it so that their scales work natively with ControlLogic's PLCs, they write an add-on instruction that you can just install in a ControlLogic's PLC and they are integrated, okay? The, what, but the problem you run into is when you don't buy a Mettler Toledo scale, okay? 
So if I'm if I want to integrate a Mettler Toledo scale with a Control Logics PLC, I'm good because Mettler Toledo is a Rockwell partner, and you can install their add-on instruction, and you can write the logic to read the scale easily. If I don't, if my scale doesn't do that, then what I've got to do is bring in an integrator who can look at the the cut sheets from this scale, look at the status word, look at the input word, look at the output word break that word into the individual elements, the both the words and the bits, and then write ladder logic that can then decode anything it consumes from the scale to get your right, your weight, and also send back information like tear the scale, that kind of stuff. That's where that's where the solution won't scale, right? If I buy Control Logics PLCs and I buy a hundred different types of scales, then I've got to integrate and they don't have add-on instructions for Control Logics PLCs, then I've got to spend engineering the exact same amount of engineering time for all 100. If I buy a Mettler Toledo scale, all I got to do is install the add-on instruction, make a quick change, put it on the network, and now it's working and I can read it, okay? But that's solution-driven. By picking the Rockwell Connected Enterprise solution, you are limiting yourself, if I don't want to spend a ton on engineering, to the Rockwell partner. But here's the problem. The Rockwell partner may not make the best scale, or they may not make a scale that has the resolution you're looking for, okay? And so now what I've got to do is I have to weigh whether or not I want to, is the money I'm going to spend for this other scale that does exactly what I want, the money I got to spend in additional engineering bringing it into this solution, is that worth it over going back to Mettler Toledo and trying to twist their arm? Well, if I'm Ford or Toyota, I probably have the buying power to convince Mettler Toledo to create a scale that's got higher resolution, but it's economy of scale, right? All right, so that's solution driven. These are real, what I'm laying out for you right now, those are real use cases that I'm laying out for you. This is real stuff that you run into. When it comes to industry 4.0, what inductive or not inductive automation, what Rockwell does is Rockwell is a vertically integrated business. They're not the only ones who do this, by the way. They're a vertically integrated business, and they're saying, we can give you a connected enterprise as long as you use our solutions at each layer of the stack. Here's the problem with that. No engineer is going to tell you that Rockwell makes the best solutions at each layer. In fact, Rockwell actually makes some of the worst solutions at some of the layers. Like the Factory Talk platform, Factory Talk View, is trash. They're, most of their software is trash. No one is going to tell you that their pharma suite solution is an amazing MES system for life sciences companies. No one's going to tell you that. Literally, not a single person. Even the life sciences companies that partner with them are not going to tell you it's an amazing solution. It isn't. There are better solutions out there. But if what I want is to digitally transform my business, I am in, and I'm being solution driven, then I'm really kind of stuck with what they've got. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to scale unless you become technology driven, which is the way that we approach our problems. So let's talk about technology driven. All right. So when we're saying what we're saying is we're going to come up with a technology stack. We're going to design a technology stack based on some basic requirements. And we're going to say that any piece of software, any piece of hardware that we want to connect in our digital enterprise needs to meet these minimum requirements, okay? 
and, and, and it has to support the technology we've selected. And as long as it supports that technology, then we can use it. If not, we're going to, we know that that's going to be a piece that we've got to um, put a gateway in between. We may have to do some actual integration to turn a, a legacy piece of hardware or software that doesn't support our technology into a endpoint that does support our technology, right? But you don't want to have to do that at every layer in the stack for every single discrete connection. Otherwise, you'll never get done, all right? All right, so here are our requirements when we are helping a customer digitally transform. Number one, they're going to settle on a technology that is report by exception. So what that means is, is that the software, if we're going to report to a unified namespace or we're going to report to a data lake or whatever, we're only going to report what changes, okay? Not, we're not going to send you a report if a data point didn't change. We're only going to send you, hey, value changed and what's the new value? Number two, it's going to be edge driven. That means that the smart thing in your factory is going to push the payload. It's not going to be pulled. That goes to scalability, okay, and efficiency. Same thing with report by exception. Number three, has to be open architecture. What does that mean? And this goes to the Rockwell solution piece. Rockwell is solution driven. Their connected enterprise is solution driven. That is, Rockwell uses proprietary technology to share information, mostly proprietary technology, to share information between each of their vertically integrated products, okay? That's the value they're trying to sell to the market. What they don't ever mention is that the ease of sharing information between our vertically integrated products does not extend to anything that we don't own or someone we don't partner with, okay? And um, to say, and to put this in perspective, that would be the equivalent of saying that my computer only is plug and play with a keyboard from this specific manufacturer. But the second you want to use a keyboard from this other manufacturer, then um, when you plug it in, the first thing you got to do is write a bunch of code so it knows that you push the W key. Okay. I mean, that's, that's what we're talking about here. That's the difference. All right. And um, so open architecture is, it's, it's accessible by all consumers. That is, we're using technology. That is, we're using protocols or transport layers, or we're using standards that make it so that anything can talk to it, okay? And then lastly, it's lightweight. That is, the technology we pick is not, it's not gonna take down our network. So here's some of our examples of what the technology we select. We select MQTT most of the time, either 3.1.1 compliant, or Sparkplug B or Sparkplug A or a combination of all three. There are other ones. AWS has a standard for MQTT there. Sometimes we can develop a technology stack that says, as long as you can speak any of these five standards or you're structured and any of these five MQTT standards, you're good, okay? But we start with transport, which is MQTT for us most of the time. Sometimes we use the MP3, we use LoRa. We, there's, there's a lot of options out there that meet those minimum four requirements for our technology stack. Piece one is we do MQTT, mostly 3.1.1 and Sparkplug B, which is the standard for industrial data written by the Eclipse Foundation. Number two, we use a unified namespace. Unifies namespaces, single source of truth for all of our data, okay? So that is all nodes in the ecosystem are producers or consumers of data. That is technology driven. Technology driven is 
we're going to use MQTT 3.1.1 and Sparkplug B with a unified namespace in a hub and spoke architecture. And any solution you use anywhere at the stack has got to be able to plug into that. Right now, we're working with a customer. We spent the last six months, huge enterprise customer, you know, 50, 60 plants globally. They do, you know, 100 billion in sales a year, just enormous. They spend an absolute fortune on digital transformation. Huge. I mean, we were calculating their budget's got to be 100 mil to 250 mil a year just for digital transformation. Now, we're not automation, just digital transformation. First thing we did the last six months is we evaluated everything at every layer of the stack. We picked out the things that that are going to be plug and play with our technology stack, and we and our proof of concept will be based around that here because we can do short time to value. And then what we're going to do is we'll we'll figure out how to bring in all the other legacy stuff using gateways in the middle later on. Okay, but that's technology driven versus solution driven. So what's the value when we do that? Well, here's the value. The second we go technology driven from solution driven, we end up with this. Each, each of the layers of our business are plugged into a unified namespace, technology driven, right? With this particular customer, we're gonna start with MES, SCADA, and everything else will be disconnected. When we go from solution driven to technology driven, this is what we get, okay? When we add, later on, when we add in a new solution, the first question we ask is, does that solution meet our techn minimum technical requirements? Yes, it does. And then we plug it into our ecosystem. Let's say that it doesn't. Let's say, for example, you're using SAP. Well, then what, we're, what we may end up doing is we may end up having a discrete connection between the ERP system and the MES system, which does support our technology. And then we have the, tech, the MES system send us the ERP data. But further on down the road, when they decide to replace their ERP system, what we do is we get rid of this connection or we could still keep it if we want to. And then we make this connection. As long as when we go and spec our solution, it meets our minimum technical requirements. And this is a and question that comes up often is because people will say, Walker, that's great, but I don't know any ERPs that support MQTT. Great. Yeah, actually, I do. There are several. But one of the things that you guys need to understand, and I actually had this question answer this question, is we're not getting rid of all discrete connections, but we're getting rid of most of them. What will happen is as you develop future solutions, what you're going to do is say, oh, wait, we're going to plug into the UNS. Let's make sure it meets the minimum technical requirements. Why? Because when you know we did a video the other day, most of you guys don't know this, but for the on the mentorship program, on the mentorship call, a few weeks ago, or last week, I think it was, I showed what the potential engineering value to this was, okay? What we did was we had 20, 30 mentors all over the world on our call, and we had them create nodes at their workstations and plug into a unified namespace in an hour and a half call or a two-hour call, however long it was, or maybe that was Digital Mastermind. In one of our calls, we did this. And it was in Digital Mastermind. We had everybody plug in. And in an hour and a half, we had everyone publishing all their data into the same unified namespace in the cloud. And they were consuming it all. So they were seeing 
everyone's data from all over the world and we set up the entire technology stack in 90 minutes, give or take. At the very end of um, what I did was I did that exact same presentation last week with potential client. And the, what I did at the very end was I took one of our other customers who gave us permission to do this. We took their entire plant, one of their plants that was already constructed using our technology stack. And we plugged it into the ecosystem in 30 seconds. And literally on this demo, when I was showing them, I had like four simulated plants. And then I said, and just to show that, you know, I'm not doing any chicanery or tricks with the, the, the simulators, I'm going to plug a plant totally unrelated to what we're doing into this. And I said, hey, Michael, will you turn it on? And he did. And we had set it up in 30 minutes before we got on that call. And that, that plant published every single piece of data from its, from its unified namespace into our unified namespace in the cloud. And we were able to browse through, show active work orders, what, what are the specifications for every, every job being run at that time, active OEE, total lifetime counters, you name it. Efficiency calculations, profitability calculations, inventory information, the whole deal. And we did it in 30 seconds. And because it was organized in the ISA 95 structure, it was able to merge in. So a real world right. example would be if customer A bought that <clears throat> acquired a plant, they could bring in that technology in 30 minutes. Correct. Left, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And the, and, and, the thing and, that was impressive yeah, to me was once the thing that was impressive to me is once you connected it, that it was instantaneous. Yeah. The data was Everything. instantaneous. Everything. And it was something like to put it in perspective. It was something like 11,000 topics, MQTT topics. It had, it had, it was there, it was the whole enterprise. It was all fair. It was the whole enterprise, which was a single plant. The whole, cause we've only done one plant so far. The whole plant, all four areas in the plant, all machines in all areas and all MES, all ERP quality scheduling, you name it. Even, even, even one of the topics at every single machine was the elements and parameters for every dashboard that the operators were viewing at that moment. So we even knew what they were looking at. And we did that in 30 seconds. And we, there were 40 people for this customer on that call, I think, give or take, Vaughn, right? There were 40, 40 yeah. people all over the globe, all over the globe were viewing our demo. And these are very smart, very talented, went to great schools, you know, and you could you could hear the light bulbs going off. I got a message last night from one of our engineers saying, "Hey, listen, man, the the guys in country X for this company fell out of their chairs when you did that. I just found that out. Yeah, he he told me that last night, messaging me when we did that, they fell out of their chairs. <clears throat> so what we're doing here, you know, when we're talking about this, right? That's this why we created real. Mastermind." Right. This is right. That's the reason we created Digital Mastermind. And that's the reason we have the mentorship program. The mentorship program is so we can train the engineers so that they can do this kind of stuff. Digital Mastermind is so that we can train the professionals so that they can manage these types of projects. But what's one of the pieces that you have to learn is I have to be technology driven, not solution driven. If I'm solution driven, then what I'm doing is I am limiting I am limiting my initiative to the suite of solutions that are available or the suite of products that are available in that solution. And the second you do that, 
what you've done because you didn't rely on technology, you relied, you relied on, you know, someone to, uh, you know, I mean, th think of it. It's like nailing your furniture to the floor. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't have any options. I can't take this chair out of the room and put it into another room. And you know, you, you, what you've essentially done is nailed, nailed all your furniture to the floor. You can't move mm -hmm. it. You know, you've got functionality, right? You've got the functionality of a chair. You've got the functionality of a bed, but you don't have any options with it. Yeah. Right. This is why uh, mastermind tickets going back on sale November 1st. We have all the recording. It's going to be a full digital course experience going back on sale November 1st. We'll have the link down below. Mentorship, sign up. We're going to open mentorship back up like 2021, right around the very first of the year. That way, the very first initial group of mentors, mentees will have gone through step one. They'll be starting step two. Maybe some of them will be done with step two, but we're going to open it back up 2021. So sign up to be notified when we release those uh when we open up registration again and 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 one of the things i we're gonna do um you know another question that i get out of this out of this type of part you know so walker what you know why technology driven over solution driven I, hopefully I've, I've made the argument and the light bulbs came on in this in the previous video where we talk about solution driven versus technology driven.